Today is the 27th day of September, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalm for the 27th day. When I was in trouble, I called to the Lord. I called to the Lord, and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from my lying lips and from the deceitful tongue. What shall be done to you, and what more besides, O you deceitful tongue? The sharpened arrows of a warrior along with the hot glowing coals. How hateful it is that I must lodge in Meshesh, and dwell among the tents of Kedar. Too long have I had to live among the enemies of peace. I am on the side of peace, but when I speak of it, they are for war. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where is my help to come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved and he who watches over you will not fall asleep. Behold, he who keeps watch over Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand, so that the sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. It is he who shall keep you safe. The Lord shall watch over your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is at unity with itself, to which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, the assembly of Israel, to praise the name of the Lord. For there are the thrones of judgment and the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May the prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and your quietness within your towers. For my brethren and companions sake, I pray for your prosperity. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek to do you good. To you I lift up my eyes, to you enthroned in the heavens. 
as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters and the eyes of the maid to the hand of the mistress. So our eyes look to the Lord our God until he shows us his mercy. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy, for we have had more than enough of contempt, too much of the scorn of the indolent rich and of the derision of the proud. If the Lord has not been on our side, let Israel now say. If the Lord has not been on our side, when enemies rose up against us, they would, they would swallow us up alive in their fierce anger towards us. Then would the waters have overwhelmed us and the torrent gone over us. Then would the raging waters have gone right over us. Blessed be the Lord, for he has not given us over to the prey for their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but stands fast forever. The hills stand about Jerusalem. So does the Lord stand round about his people from this time forth forevermore. The scepter of the wicked shall not hold sway over the land allotted to the just, so that the just shall not put their hands on the evil. Show your goodness, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are true of heart. As for those who turn aside to crooked ways, the Lord will lead them away with the evildoers, for the peace be upon Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 21, beginning at the first verse. When we had parted from the elders of the church of Ephesus and set sail, we came by a straight course to Kos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Protara. When we found a ship bound for Phoenicia, we went on board and set sail. We came in sight of Cyprus, and leaving it on our left, we sailed to Syria and there to the land of Tyre, because the ship was to unload its cargo there. We looked up the disciples and stayed there for seven days. Through the Spirit, they told Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we left and proceeded on our journey, and all of them, with wives and children, escorted us out of the city. There we knelt down on the beach and prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemus, and we agreed the believers and stayed with them in one day. The next day we left and came to Caesarea, and we went into the house of Philip, the evangelist, one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters who were left with the gift of prophecy. While they were staying there for several days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. He came to us and took Paul's belt, 
bound his own hands and feet with it, and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is the way the Jews in Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. When he heard this, we and all the people were urging him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of our Lord Jesus. Since he would not be persuaded, we remain silent except to say, The Lord's will be done. Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense, and he will be my Savior. Therefore you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day you shall say, Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that his name is exalted. Sing the praises of the Lord, for he has done great things, and his is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion. Ring out your joy. For the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 5, beginning at the 12th verse. Once, when Jesus was in the cities, there was a man covered with leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you choose, you can make me clean. Then Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I do choose. Be made clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he ordered him to tell no one. Go, he said, and show yourselves to the priest, and if Moses commanded, make an offering for your cleansing for a testimony to them. But now, more than ever, the word about Jesus spread abroad. Many crowds were gathered to hear him and to be cured of their diseases. But he would withdraw to the deserted places and pray. One day, while he was teaching, Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting near. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with them to heal. Just then some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowds, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed and the tiles of the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, Friends, your sins have forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, Who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questions, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your heart? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up, take your bed, and go to your home. 
Immediately he stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to the home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for Tuesday for the week of Proper 21. A reading from a homily of John Chrysostom, Bishop of Constantinople, the year 407. Would you like me to list also the paths of repentance? They are numerous and quite varied, and all lead to heaven. A first path of repentance is the condemnation of your own sins. Be the first to admit your sins, and you will be justified. For this reason, too, the prophet wrote, I said, I will accuse myself of my sins to the Lord, and you forgave the wickedness of my heart. Therefore, you too should condemn your own sins, that we will enough reason with the Lord to forgive you. For if you condemn your own sins, you are slower to commit them again. Rouse your conscience to accuse you without your own house, lest it be your accuser before the judgment seat of the Lord. That, then, is one very good path of repentance. Another and no less valuable one is to put out of your minds the harm done by your enemies, in order the master of our sins and our anger and to forgive our own fellow servants' sins against us. Then our own sins against the Lord will be forgiven us. Thus you have another way to atone for sin. For if you forgive your debtors, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. Do you want to know of a third path? It consists of prayer that is fervent, careful, and comes from the heart. If you want to hear of a fourth, I will mention almsgiving, whose power is great and far-reaching. If, moreover, one lives a modest, humble life, that no less than the other things I have mentioned take sin away. Proof of this is the tax collector who has no good deeds to mention but offers humanity and humility and instead was relieved of heavy burden of sins. Thus I have shown you five paths of repentance, condemnation of your own sins, forgiveness of our neighbor's sins against us, prayer, almsgiving, and humility. Do not be idle then, but walk daily in all of these paths. They are easy, and you cannot plead your poverty. For though you live out your life amid great need, you can always set aside your wrath, be humble, 
pray, and diligently condemn your own sins. Poverty is no hindrance. Poverty is not an obstacle to our carrying out the Lord's bidding, even when it comes to the path of repentance which involves giving money, almsgiving, I mean. The widow proves that when she put her two mites into the box. Now that we have all learned how to heal these wounds of ours, let us apply the cures. Then when we have regained genuine health, we can approach the holy table with confidence so gloriously to meet Christ, the King of glory, and attain the eternal blessings through the grace, mercy, and kindness of Jesus Christ, our Lord. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, Strengthen it, where it is in want, provide for it. 
where it is divided, reunite it for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever.